city rise up to the challenge. After a devastating defeat at the hands of Newcastle last Tuesday, City needed a big reaction. They began brilliantly, scoring within 46 seconds of kickoff, and from then on were in complete control, doing their job in what was a crucial game for the Premier League title race. Pep Guardiola has trained his team well to react to defeats. This season, three of their four league defeats have been followed up by a win. City knew that they needed to win if they were to keep up with the league leaders Liverpool as they cut the gap to two points. With the pressure constantly on Guardiola and his players, they stayed composed and focused to pull off another crucial win. Unai Emery got it wrong. After Aguero completed his hat-trick and essentially sealed up the City victory, the pace of the game slowed dramatically. But it was no surprise that Arsenal improved when Emery introduced Suarez and Ramsey and shifted to a 4-3-3. Initially, Emery started with a 4-4-2, playing exceptionally deep, asking Lacazette and Aubameyang to essentially play as central midfielders, not strikers. That left Arsenal in dire positions both in central midfield and in the fullback areas. The underlapping movements of David Silva on the left and Kevin De Bruyne on the right caused the Gunners a lot of problems. The big issue is that De Bruyne and Silva are City's clearest and primary attacking strategy. If there is something that you have to stop, then it's those exact runs. Silva and De Bruyne are the cruises of the City team and Emery played right into their defense-splitting tactics. Arsenal should not be judged on how well they can hang onto the coattails of the best team in Premier League history, but that does not mean that they are exempt from criticism. The setup was wrong and it cost them the game. Stefan Lichtsteiner Hector Bellerin's injury was always going to be an issue for Arsenal. His brief absence during the festive period proved that. The fact that he was going to be spending even longer on the sidelines was not a positive. But when Maintland Niles suffered a knee problem last week, the problem only intensified. Stefan Lichtsteiner was the man who Unai Emery turned to. Predictably, a one-on-one duel with Sterling did not end well for the Swiss international, or Arsenal for that matter. Sterling pressed him into submission whenever he had the ball, darted in behind him relentlessly, and assisted Aguero twice after scampering past the hapless fullback on two occasions. The 1-2 for the second goal showed a lack of awareness with Sterling simply running by Lichtsteiner. The stand and shimmy for the third exposed Lichtsteiner's utter lack of athleticism and quickness, two key attributes required in a modern-day fullback. Lichtsteiner isn't good enough, there's no two ways about it. And unfortunately for Arsenal fans, they will see him again before the end of this season. Fernandinho's role At the heart of City's runaway success during the game was a curious tactical shift in Fernandinho's role. The team sheet saw him start as part of the back line, ahead of the likes of John Stones. This served a tactical purpose for Pep Guardiola's men. When not on the ball and defending, Fernandinho stayed put in a spot as part of the backline. However, whenever the home side ventured forward or commenced a counter-attack, 
their defense swiftly transformed into a back three, with the 33-year-old Brazilian making himself enormously important in midfield. This switching was a visual treat, as Fernandinho's work rate off the ball was impeccable. However, this may not be the ideal tactic for Guardiola to pursue, as there were moments in the first half when it was counterintuitive. In those instances, Arsenal rushed in through counterattacks, not leaving enough time for him to switch, and this could have been immensely problematic against a more organized team. Guendouzi may be a star in the making. Arsenal fielded a central midfield pairing that consisted of a 22-year-old and a 19-year-old. Both played well, especially in the first half, with the latter, Guendouzi, looking mightily impressive against two of the best midfielders in the world. In the first half, Guendouzi recovered possession six times and completed 22 of his 22 passes. The only other player to complete the same number is Leno, but his accuracy was down at 57%. Guendouzi was asked to do a thoroughly thankless and extremely challenging task. He performed it admirably. It is easy to forget how young he is. The fact that he is playing regularly in central midfield as a teenager is an astounding achievement. A sign of his potential and future stardom. He is an individual around which Emery can build, and that is a very positive thing. Sergio Aguero, the man for the big games. Sergio Aguero is the second player in Premier League history to score 10-plus hat-tricks in the competition. Only Alan Shearer has more with 11. For the second game running, Aguero scored inside a minute. It took him almost double the time to score here, 46 seconds, as it did against Newcastle, 24 seconds. Remarkably, the Argentinian has now scored the two quickest goals of the Premier League season in a matter of days. Aguero loves playing against Arsenal, and that's showing no signs of changing. He has scored 7 goals in his last 5 games against the Gunners at the Etihad. In all fairness to the Londoners, no opponent is safe from Aguero. This was his 10th Premier League hat-trick and his 14th for City in all competitions. It seems whenever there are question marks over his class, or a suggestion that Gabriel Jesus should be starting instead, the 30-year-old responds with performances of the highest quality. If City are to retain the title, they will be relying on Aguero to continue getting among the goals, especially with the pressure mounting going into a crucial stage of the season. Ezil or Ramsey? Well, the answer is Iwobi. Before the game, one of the big tactical questions concerned whether Emery would go with Ezil or Ramsey in the central attacking midfield role. The Arsenal boss went with neither instead selecting Iwobi to support the two strikers. The Gunners controlled a spell of the first half and looked more likely to score the third goal. However, their lack of a creative attacking midfielder was far too obvious in the second half, as they failed to conjure up a single attempt at goal. It's a difficult situation for Emery. Ramsey is on his way out to Juventus, having reportedly signed a pre-contract agreement with the Italian champions, while Emery also has a lot of issues regarding Ozil's performances. Suarez was introduced in the second half, but City had already effectively wrapped up the game. 
Whether the Barcelona Loney will be able to provide Emery with what he needs in central areas remains to be seen. Guardiola doesn't know his best defense. Kyle Walker and Aymeric Laporte played as a mix between inverted fullbacks in a back four and white centre backs in a back three. Bernardo Silva and Raheem Sterling hugged the touchlines further forward when City played out from the back, moving inside when in possession, which allowed Laporte and Walker to overlap. Perhaps surprisingly, Laporte got forward more often than Walker. Bernardo Silva and Kevin De Bruyne were responsible for most of the attacking work down the right. Laporte provided the assist for the opener, but for a club that has spent big in recent years, it's strange that Guardiola has to turn to a centre-back to play on the left. Benjamin Mendy's injury is of course primarily responsible for that. Yet there is a feeling Guardiola doesn't know his best defence. His experimental team selection was evidence of that. As well as lining up with fluid fullbacks, Guardiola dropped stones and started Fernandinho as a centre-back permitted to move into midfield when City had the ball. In part, it was a response to the defeat at Newcastle, and ultimately the tinkering worked, but City's defence is more concerning than it ought to be. Arsenal's away problems Arsenal have now failed to win any of their last 21 Premier League away games against the other big six clubs. They have only taken 7 out of 63 available points. Indeed, City were the last one of those sides to lose at home to Arsenal four years ago. That result, a 2-0 victory for the Gunners, was the consequence of Arsenal showing a resilience they rarely displayed in the latter stages of Wenger's reign. The long-serving Frenchman was often accused of failing to prepare for the opposition properly in games of this magnitude. Unai Emery is far more pragmatic in that regard. Aubameyang and Lacazette drop deep at times in a bid to stem the city tide. However, that particular tactical decision meant the visitors lacked bite and subsequently their poor record on the road against the big sides continued. In fact, Arsenal haven't won an away league game anywhere since November, something that Emery must change if his side are to secure Champions League qualification.